0: Hey nerds, welcome, 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 welcome to a new year and a new segment of the installment A New Nerd in Nine. So today I am going to share a little bit of the biography of Katia Kraft, a volcanologist. So, I recently started watching um the series on Disney Plus that's called Welcome to Earth, and it's the one hosted by Will Smith. During the pandemic, I've been rather focused on watching travel shows and documentaries and such since the world is kind of shut down and and I am not personally comfortable traveling into different countries and around the world as I would like. So to try to fill that kind of void <laughs> um, and scratch that wandering itch, I've been trying to watch a lot more of those types of shows. And so that's one I've just started. I think it's been out for a while. But one of the first episodes was um, he travels to a volcano, an active volcano, to help place some instrumentation to take some readings. And so it was... Very interesting and it showed the inherent dangers kind of in that job as a volcanologist right so then wake up this morning and am reading the news about the recent volcanic eruption near Tonga in the South Pacific and I figured this would be the perfect time to share the story of a female volcanologist so here we go Catherine Josephine a.k.a. Katia Kraft, was born April 17th in 1942 in France to her parents, Charles and Madeleine Conrad. Um, I did not find a whole lot of information out there in my quick little research for this short segment regarding her childhood, but once she was older, um, she did attend the University of Strasbourg and graduated with degrees in physics and chemistry. Smart, smart lady. So while at university, it said she met her future husband, Maurice Craft, uh, another French individual, while sitting on a bench <laughs> at school. And they had a shared interest in volcanoes. So with this shared passion, the two started their own volcano center in 1968. And in 1969, Katia was awarded the prize of the Vocation Foundation for her first work of volcanology on active volcanic sites. So they were very passionate about all things volcanoes, and they would actually travel to active locations. One year after that award in 1970, she and Maurice actually got married and so they could continue their lives and careers together centered around this passion for volcanoes. Katya, as well as her husband Maurice, were known to be fearless and began her career actually by taking gas samples of volcanoes and documenting eruptions by viewing them in person. She would go right to the very edge of a volcano to study it something that very few people do, um, and I would say probably still not that many do it today. Many scientists at that time definitely were too afraid to observe eruptions in person, considering that these eruptions are very unpredictable in nature. But throughout the 70s and 80s, Katia and her husband Maurice did exactly that. So in order to help fund these trips all over the world to study volcanoes, Katia wrote, Several books about their findings, and she kind of helped pioneer a whole new area of volcanic coverage. She made a documentary, which was called The Volcano Watchers, for the PBS show Nature. And in January of 1973, Kati was actually requested to join individuals in southern Iceland to study a previously extinct volcano that suddenly erupted after it had been sitting dormant or inactive for thousands of years. So she continued to document volcanoes through photography and was kind of a forerunner in that area of photography, while her husband would capture information on video. And she would also take viscosity measurements, gas readings, collect mineral samples, while being only feet away from erupting volcanoes. She also to help document these eruptions and how they affected the ecosystem. So together she and her husband witnessed and documented new volcanoes forming, the effects of these volcanoes um, and the effects of acid rain that came from them as well as dangerous ash clouds that followed. They even went in a raft at one point into a lake of acid to try to get some more accurate data and readings. These two were relentless in their pursuit of understanding more about volcanoes and their eruptions. Interestingly, their work did help them to be able to collaborate with local governments to help develop safety and evacuation procedures in those high-risk volcanic areas. One of their last projects was understanding volcanic hazards and reducing volcanic risks. This is kind of ironic because in order to do that project, they continued their daredevil work to try to gather data and information and help others understand the impacts from volcanic eruptions. She absolutely kept pushing the boundaries to try to obtain samples, observations, some of which included wearing a special helmet while at the edges of those volcanoes to try to protect herself from any of the falling rocks coming out um, from the eruptions. Unfortunately, the danger inherent in their career choice right caught up with them in 1991. They were in Japan and they were filming eruptions on Mount Unzen. Apologies if I'm not saying that properly when they were caught up in a pyroclastic flow along with 41 other victims. So I had to look this up because I didn't know what that meant. But a pyroclastic flow is a fast-moving current of hot gas and volcanic matter that flows along the ground away from a volcano at average speeds of 62 miles per hour, but can reach speeds of 430 miles per hour as well as get up to temperatures of about 1,830 degrees Fahrenheit. So, not good. Along with those 41 other people, we did lose both Katya and Maurice Kraft. Um, Some of the write-ups that I was reading, it it did note, trying to kind of put a, I guess I'll say positive spin on it, was that Katya died with the person she loved, doing exactly what she loved to do, and her bravery and expertise um, coming out of those daredevil scenarios did help provide the world with a greater understanding of volcanoes. A quote from Katya that I think kind of sums up her passion and just how much it consumed her is the following. For me, the danger is not important. On Volcanoes, I Forget Everything. Since their passing, the Center for the Study of Active Volcanoes at the University of Hawaii, Hilo, has established a memorial fund. And donations from this fund are directed to educate people in countries of high volcanic risk about the hazards posed by said active volcanoes. There is also something called the Craft Medal, which is now awarded to Exceptional Volcanologists, on an every four-year cycle. And the most recent winner was Annie Ogilford in 2021. So that is the story of Katia Kraft, Volcanologist. I hope you enjoyed it. And I would like to take a second just to say thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who has been impacted by the recent eruption near Tonga and as well as those that are experiencing challenges from subsequent tsunamis.